Hey, yo, what up, world? It's Wayne B, and you're now tuned in to the All For One Podcast. Hey, yo, what up, world? Yeah, it's Wayne B. You heard it right. This is the All For One Podcast. Um, we've rebranded, if you haven't heard the little snippet of record- recording, excuse me, the recording of the rebranding saying we have now switched over from that old name to the new name which is the all for one podcast uh part of the all for one universe because i have expanded i've got a team uh we're working out schedules we're working out people's timing and uh, when will they be able to record the podcast i'm doing this episode alone uh the very next episode might have um my co-hosts on it so you know just stay tuned for that um Every Tuesday, let me just go through the rundown. Every Tuesday, you will get a chit-chat with Kat, with your host Kat. She gives you the gossip, or in other words, the tea, if you will. On Wednesdays, you got Minding My Music. Took me a hell of a lot of time to convince my homegirl, Jodeci, to do that. Uh, her name, the the title, of the, the name of the segment it's just, come on, Jodeci, music, I said it before, she's just a match made in heaven, and just giving her thoughts on music. Uh, Thursdays, Motown Gaming, with my homie Markel Edwards, Mo- Motown Gaming was kind of his thing, not kind of, it was entirely his, so basically what it is, is we're just going to collaborate, that's basically what we're doing, uh, he's bringing Motown to all for one, all for one is going to help you know, get Mo, uh, Motown Gaming off the ground as well as Motown Gaming helping off for one uh, develop as a podcast and as a, I guess you could say network because I'm trying to make it a branding thing, if you know what I mean. On Fridays, you got off for one, uh, the pregame sports show hosted by my own big brother, uh, Will. Uh, you can call him Big Will because my boy is uh, rather huge, his big muscle head ass. Um, yeah. I got other shit I want to add to the all for one universe. Um, all those things are in the works. So please bear with us. Uh, and again, thank you all for tuning in. If you've listened to any of the past few episodes, I appreciate you. Get that shit out the way. Love y'all. Um, continue to support and any new view uh, listeners. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Thank you for give, lending me your ear, motherfucker. Um, how y'all been? You know, I hope y'all have all been good. My life has been rather hell, but I'm not going to let that bring me down because we all know that. We all know, excuse me. We all know that God gives you trials and tribulations. He gives you. He doesn't give you nothing you can't handle it first and foremost. So, you know, when you feel like you're at your worst, that only lets you know that it's nothing but up from here. So I'm hoping and praying, um, manifesting that my life changes around at some point. Uh, again, my son's birthday um, was uh, a week ago from, you know, today and I wasn't able to uh, see him due to whatever reason, but I got to kick it with my child today and my uh, sister and her child. Shout out to my sister, Lane Lane. Shout out to 
uh, my nephew Messiah, who's had whose birthday is today, and they made it a joint birthday. So my son got to actually, I got to actually enjoy a birthday party with my son, thanks to my sister and thanks to Messiah, who's only a year older than my son. My son's four, Messiah's five, and it was a good moment because I got to you know be there. I got to feel uh, involved, and that's all I ever want. Uh, as a part of my son's life, just to be involved, just to be there. Uh, physically, want him to know. Pops, pops, trying to witness it all, baby. You feel me? So he was pretty. He was happy, happy all all across the board. We, um, of course, we ate. We had cake. Um, we had a a pumpkin painting contest. A pumpkin painting contest. Uh, it was me. We was in teams. It was me, my niece, and my son. And it was my sister and her son, youngest, or her middle child, I believe. And it was her oldest son. He had his own pumpkin. And it was my other niece who had her own pumpkin. And me, my niece, and my son, we won. Uh, of course, we gave it to my niece. My uh, The winner won $5. So my niece took that. Uh, uh, took that home. We 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 created we painted our pumpkin dookie green in yellow. It looked like I'm not gonna I bullshit not. It looked like broccoli and cheese. So that's what we called it the whole time was broccoli and cheese. My sister and her middle child created Frankenstein pumpkin. Don't know what my um other nephew was doing with his, but it wasn't bad, and neither was my other nieces. But we won because, you know, we're great. Duh. Any any team I'm a part of is going to win, of course. Like, why wouldn't it, right? Because it's me. I'm I'm a part of it. Wayne B. Duh. Um, had a great time. My son had a great time. If you uh, are friends with me on Facebook, I posted the, the events, the, you know, the aftermath, if you will, of it all. Posted. My son was just happy to be there. You know, kids don't need much. I swear to God, kids. Do not need much. I swear to God, you can give. I gave my my son spent majority of the night playing with the balloon. The man had toys to play with, and he was throwing a balloon to to the point where because I gave I sent him back home to his mother to the point where he took the balloon home with him to his mother. Like that balloon and him had a great time. Now anybody, it's Halloween. It's we're getting closer to Halloween, so. It got a little scary, if you ask me. We was driving, me and my sister. We was driving, my son and two of my nephews, one being uh, Messiah, whose birthday today as well. Um, he, all three of them were in the back. My son still has red balloon. Now, it's close to Halloween. Worst time for this to happen. So we're driving, me and my sister. We have my sister driving. I'm in the passenger seat. We, we, we rolling. I headed back home to drop my son off and take me home and whatnot. My son playing with this damn balloon. I'm looking out the window. If anybody is like me, that we like to see the stars dry, as we're driving by. This side, yeah, this is a beautiful scenery. And all I felt was some brush up against my arm. And I looked over to my left because I'm in the pattern. So I looked over to my left. I saw this goddamn red balloon. First thing I thought of was it. Pennywise, the fucking clown. The first thing I thought of was Pennywise, the fucking clown. <laughs> When I say nigga, I must have been stupid sleepy to think that. My sister thought it too. We had a good laugh about that shit. 
was scared as a motherfucker. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I am not gonna lie to y'all. That motherfucker Bloom touched me, boy. I, <laughs> I almost, ha, ha, I almost did that shit. It was about to get real, boy. I'm, my sister said she almost drove off the road, nigga, because we all gonna die in this bitch. Pennywise, you chose the wrong car. That's what we saying. Uh, but it was an overall great day for me as a father and as a uncle and as a brother, because my sister really goes all out for the kids, and I think that's a beautiful, a beautiful thing. Um, so shout out to my sister again. Shout out to my mom because she was there, and my son was excited to see his his grandma or Gangani as uh, all my nieces and nephews call my mama. So fun day today for my child and for my nephew. Um, other than that, I decided perfect time. I'm in a good mood. Let me go ahead and record. It's been a minute since I dropped the episode. I dropped that three minute uh, snippet uh, to um, to basically announce the rebranding of my podcast. So the All For One podcast is what it named. Uh, get used to it. Um, has anybody been watching TV like me? Has anybody been watching TV like me? First of all, I watch Squid Game. Now, I must say the hype around it is kind of whack. It, it, I mean, it's, it's too much hype around it. The show ain't all that for all the hype. The show is not all that for all the hype. But it's a good show. It's a good show. Uh, I watch You, the show You, season three. I've watched all three seasons. I'm proud of myself. Yep, kudos to me. Where's my cookie? Um, And I watch Halloween Kills. I'm going to go ahead and say it now without having, before I even get into it. The movie's butt juice, booty, but the movie garbage. The movie's butt butt. Trash. Take it out. Movie is horrible. Uh, I give it a four. So as much as I say horrible, I give it a four because it did a good job of tying all the movies together. It, first of all, if you came for just murder, you're going to get that off rip. You're going to get that off rip. No hezzy. You're going to get that off the jump. Michael Myers didn't waste no fucking time. He caught 21 bodies in five minutes. The first, what, 10 minutes he got at least 21? Because you got to let the first five minutes go by of explaining, this, giving you a little backdrop story, a little black story, whatever the fuck. But then next five minutes, boy, I heard cutting motherfuckers up. What the fuck? Now, just to explain Squid Game. Squid Game, if anybody's seen it, it's a movie um, based in Korea, I believe. If I'm wrong, I apologize. A uh, movie based in Korea where uh, a bunch of people are in debt. And then you have this, um, this I want to say, this organization, I'm going to say that, who put together the series of children's games. And had adults play them for money. Now, the catch is, if you haven't seen it, which shame on you, because this is going to be all spoilers, just to let you know, but I don't consider this spoilers because you should have saw it by now. If you haven't seen it, you chose not to see it. And fuck all those people who are like, am I the only one who haven't seen Squeak? And yes, and good for you, I guess. Maybe. I don't know. But Squid Game is a show about grown motherfuckers playing children's games for money. Catch is, you die if you lose. Now, my opinion on the show is good. My rating on the show, 
Nah, and give it about a seven, about an eight. Why? Because it's dumb at the end of it. What, it was like nine episodes for the first season? Nine, it was nine episodes for the first season. Shit was dumb. Because dude, the whole fucking show was trying to prove to his baby mama that he was a good father and that he was willing to do anything he can for his fucking child. But at the end, when he finally won, he won it all, got the money, and was on a plane back to where, to the U.S. because his child moved to U.S. And he was on the plane to the U.S. He said he got a gift for it and everything. He might die this hair red. Don't know what the fuck that was about, but I think that's the thing they do there. But he died his hair red. I guess it was feeling like a rebel or some shit. So he walking down the little um, fucking fuck the thing they call where you walk down on your way to the plane. But he was walking. And he just couldn't let it. He couldn't get over it. He just couldn't fucking get over it. Because he been and he saw the dude. First of all, I'm jumping the gun. I'm going to come right back to it. When he was broke as fuck and in debt, this man comes up to him, sits next to him and says, Hey, sir, excuse me. Would you like to play a game with me for money? And nigga, they played the game. So the game series of events, niggas died. Jump to the end. He sees that same guy who stepped to him when he was broke as fuck playing the game with another dude. He tried to intervene. The man got away on the subway. He didn't run. Nigga just was on the subway and out of the air. But he told the dude, don't go. And told that man to run away and shit. So... He looking at the card on his way to get on the plane to see his daughter. Mind you, he's been trying to prove to his baby mother all fucking season that he was a good father and that he was doing everything he could to be a better man. Daughter wants to see her father. Nigga on the plane about to go see his daughter. Looks at that card one more time. That card that invites these people who are in debt to the games and calls them. And then they said, the dude even told him, yo, don't do this. Just get on the plane. Go see your daughter. I think it said, I can't let you do this. Who are you, Batman? <laughs> the fuck? I bet money next season, this nigga finna get everybody killed. Because he finna fuck up. So the show, they like I said, starts off, dude broke his head trying to you know come up on some money. The nigga is a gambler. He gambled on some horses, I believe. One, what, uh, 10,001? Because that's the name of their currency where they live. 10,001. Not 10,000 and one, 10,001, as in $10,000. Uh, he won that. Got jumped by some motherfuckers who made him sign off his kidneys if he don't pay them back for whatever he owed them for it. And he was in debt for a good amount. So that he was sitting at the subway. This dude comes up to him and says, Excuse me, sir, would you like to play a game for 100 yen, 100,001? 100, what? Are you shitting me? So they playing this game. Don't know what the game was. I, I could explain it, but I'm not. And he was losing his ass out. And the thing was, dude just said, yo, if you, if I win, if you win, you get the money. If I win, I'm going to slap the shit out your ass. Like, he ain't say it like that, but the way he was slapping him, he might as well just sound like he came straight out of Atlanta. Like, you win, you get the money. But if I win, matter of fact, he should say it properly the first time and then go Atlanta the second time. If you win, sir, you get a hundred thousand one. But if I win, cuz about to smack the fire out your ass. You heard me? Like that's how he was slapping the shit out of him. Mine was bitch slapping him. Like at that boy, nigga was watching. Mine was studying Ike Turner. That's how hard he was slapping him. I didn't. That shit was crazy. Every time, dude won. Fuck, fuck, just smacking shit at him. So. 
finally won one at little hundred thousand one. And the funny part is, dude who was winning and slapping the shit out the broke nigga, you slapping the shit out the broke boy. And then the broke boy finally won that one time. He was losing the whole game. Finally won that one time. And he was so hyped on winning that he was ready to get his payback for all again, all those slaps that he received. So he was about to smack the foul boy. But Buddy caught his hand and then gave him the 100,001. Like, my nigga, I promise you money. If you touch me, I'm going to murk your ass. Like, that's the face he had. Gave him the money, then left the card and said, it's more where that came from. And then boom, boom. So, only if you ain't watched it, the show, like I said, it has 456 contestants. Number one is this old-ass nigga. Now, y'all know, if you've seen it, who the old nigga is by now. If you ain't seen it, fuck you. I'm going to tell you who this old nigga is right now. So this old nigga, because I'm telling you, it's all spoilers. Turns out this old nigga, he was a contestant, but turns out he was the reason why this whole thing existed. He only wanted to play because he wanted to feel alive again, or he wanted to feel like a kid again. Huh? My nigga wanted to feel like a kid again. Okay, say less. So he playing the games. He out here playing. He doing a great job, too. I mean, he created the game, but still, you an old motherfucking man with these young-ass niggas. I'm really, I know for a fact I'll fuck you up, my boy. You got this green-ass nigga. Like, I don't even want to explain all this shit. Just know you got a bully because you got to have that one dickhead who a bully. He, everybody scared of him. You got the one dude who seemed like he cool, but he shy still here. No poo. But then you got the good dude who care about everybody. He even cared about the old dude. But see, now the old dude and young nigga, the star of the show, I don't know no names. These people Korean. I don't remember none of their names. I know they, they names. Yeah, their name was Korean. I don't remember none of their names. I'm just going to say the star Asian, and I'll probably be wrong. I'm not trying to be racist. Excuse my language. But the star of the show and the old nigga, they got tight. Now, by the end of the show, people start questioning, that might be his father. The old nigga might be the star of the show's father. And start Because they both recognize the same neighborhoods and shit. It was a part of a game. They built a replica of a neighborhood that they both claim that they used to live in. Yeah, I remember living in a place like this, too. And his birthday was around the same time with the old dude remembering. It was, it's the whole thing, y'all. I can't even, you feel me? I can't even fathom. Like, I'm trying to give y'all a, y'all gonna have to watch it. You know what I'm saying? But all I'm gonna say is the old dude set the whole thing up because he was, he was on, he, want, he wanted to help. He don't think people are helpful enough nowadays. So he set this whole thing up to see exactly how people would be quick to turn on each other or you know, fuck each other over just for some money. And it was a lot of money, though. I ain't gonna lie. But nah, I'm definitely not giving my life up. Nigga, I run from debt all life, all my life. If I gotta do some time, I guess. But I'm not finna kill myself. I'm not finna risk red light, green light. That was one of the fucking gangs, red light, green light. Bruh, I'm fat. If anybody, I'm fat, my nigga. I know my weight gonna push me. If I run to get to that line and I stop, boy, I'm definitely, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm definitely stumbling in that bitch. Nah, I can't play no game like that. Squid Gang got me fucked up. Squid Gang got me fucked up. They play real light, green light. They played a, a game called Shapes. I think that's the name of it. I'm probably wrong. But they had the triangle, a star. Was it a circle? It was a triangle, a star, an umbrella. Was it four shapes or just three? I'm going to stick with three. And whoever got the umbrella, boy, my power to y'all. 
But, you know, they go in here not knowing what the game finna be. So when they see the shapes, they are, they fucked up now because they get told to pick a shape and they go pick a shape not knowing what the game finna be. And then they find out that they're giving them a sweet, a sugar cookie. But it's a shape in the middle of it. And you got to fucking trace it and get the shape out without breaking it. If you break any piece of the shape while you're trying to break it out of the entire sugar cookie, boy, they capping your ass real quick. Real quick. No hezzy. Pop. Dead. Instantly. Now, look. Niggas walked into this game. The first game was red light, green light, as I had mentioned. Niggas come in this game not knowing. Because motherfuckers said, if you lose, you will be eliminated. Not terminated, nigga. They didn't say, see, false advertising. Because y'all say eliminated. I'm thinking my Uber's outside if I lose. I didn't think I wasn't going to make it home to see my family again. Fuck y'all. Y'all bullshit. So, nigga go red light, green light. Nigga, red light. Mm, 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 mm. My bad. I saw fucked up. They be like, green light. They start walking. Mm, 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 mm. Red light, nigga, stop. Another nigga flinch and shit. <laughs> he think everything hunky-dory. Niggas, oh, snap. <laughs> well, got to go home to the kid. Fuck, dead ahead. Like, you dead. You thought. Like, that's all. You thought. You thought you was going home. Man, everybody scared of hell now. <sighs> all that heavy ass breathing, bro. Calm down. Get your nerves. Because if you move an inch, that bitch going to shoot your ass, too. So, I'm not going to say too much because I really don't got time. I'm just going to say Squid Games was good the hype was overbearing it wasn't really all what it's hyped up to be i think that red light green light motherfuckers was well, i'd be scared too the nigga next to me just got gunned down because he twitched a little bit like what if my nose start itching i gotta do that stupid ass shit that you niggas do with y'all lips and shit trying to get mm, the noise should explain what i'm doing because i can't show y'all because the podcast but then you go to the show you on netflix if you've seen the show you know the show. I don't understand why people think love is crazier than Joe. I don't see why. I don't see how. I don't get it. I mean, I guess I get it, but then, like, are y'all even paying attention to details? But that be crazy. That be crazy. Like, I'm not even going to explain the backstory of it all. Y'all know who these people is, and if you ain't seen it, so what? But, these folks crazy. These two motherfuckers are crazy. I can honestly say that. They were meant for each other, but they refused to stay with each other. See, that's the world we living in today. Two motherfuckers be meant for each other, but be attracted to other people. That... Damn, bro. How are we perfectly alike? But we, you don't see me like that. That shit weird, bro. Like, I ain't saying the person weird for not being attracted to me. I'm saying that weird as hell. Like, dude, why can't... That's crazy. You attracted to a motherfucker who barely even know you. Or barely even have anything in common with. Opposites attract, right? But I'm more attracted to a motherfucker who got something in common with. Oh, wow, I like that too. Wow, we both like that. Wow, yeah, marry me, have my baby, bitch. But still. So you got Joe and love. And by the way, if anybody didn't catch it, the using, giving the character, the female character, the name Love, if y'all listen to everything that's said when using her name, it's almost like they did, they uh, describing love, the idea of love in general. Love is a bitch. Love, you're so difficult to understand. But so, like, that shit is like explaining the actual idea of love. Like, nigga, it's like poetry to me. I was listening to, I see what y'all doing there. I see what y'all did. 
But Joe is way crazier than love. I don't know what y'all getting on with that, but because any nigga that fucking premeditates his murder, like, and still executes the shit, like, love does shit off impulse. Like, nigga, anybody can get mad, like, and just hit a nigga upside the head and nigga dead. Boom. Just get mad. You didn't even mean to, but something, but she really meant to. We know that. But still, she, y'all saw how she acted toward the dude, whoever saw the show, you saw how she acted toward the dude who got her kids sick. Like, somebody came down with the measles and then spread it on Joe's and Love's kid, getting their kids sick. So, y'all saw how the dude comes in because she owned a muffin shop or some shit, a pastry shop, bakery. He comes in, orders bakery, orders some muffins and shit just to be nice first. And then breaks the news that my wife had measles, gave it to the kids, or our kids had measles and gave it to your kid. It's like, oh, wait, your kids are not vaccinated? You're not vaccinated or whatever? Which I'm sure sparked a lot of a lot of uh, uh, anti-vaccinators or whatever the fuck the case may be. I don't give a fuck about none of that. But he comes in. Says, I just want to apologize. So hopefully it's no hope it's no hard feelings. Wait, you're unvaccinated? Wait, so you're you got my kids sick? She was sweet as hell to do. Oh hey, where's your wife? Okay. <laughs> nice as hell to the dude. Until he broke that news. Now she mad because you risk her her kid's life was at risk because you were being, you know, an asshole in her mind by not getting vaccinated. So boom, whack the nigga, pop upside the head real quick. And that was just like, her nigga cheated. See, my thing is, Joe know what type of bitch love is, and you still looking at another hoe next door to you. Right. So you thought that was smart. So now, my nigga, when he thought he was living a high life, everybody who's seen the end of season two, he thought he met the one he loved the most. But he was about to kill love ad before she said she was pregnant. I don't even see how that even became a thing after that. Like, motherfucker, I don't even want to have your baby now. You had a knife to my neck. You finna murk my ass. I told you I had one in the oven. But they end up making it. And he looking over the fence at another bitch. Now find out to be married. He still kissed the bitch. But he trying to be a better man. I'm going to give Joe that. He tried to be a better man. He, he was kissing on the bitch, ready to be with the bitch. And it never went down. It never went down. He, he told the bitch, no, I can't do this. We just got to be friends. But his dumb ass still kept evidence that he was at the bitch house and doing dirty shit. Mike kept her panties. Freak ass nigga start fucking his. <laughs> Freak ass nigga start fucking his girl while having the panties of the girl he wanted to fuck in his hand. You know, I get it. Stimulation uh, tool. So while he hitting her from the back, he's sniffing on the panties to get himself going. Weird ass freaky nigga. I ain't mad at you though, Joe. Do your thing, my boy. So he was doing what he was doing. And then the bitch found the box, found the goodies, the panties, whatever else about the bitch. And now she know what's up. So she buys the bakery from the bitch because the bitch realtor or something like that. So real estate agent or something, sold her the property. Took her down to see the space in the, in the basement. Girl hit that hoe out the head with an axe like nigga. I guess you could say it was premeditated because she knew what she was going to do when that walked in. But at the same time. It was still off the anger. It was impulsive. It, like, it didn't happen immediately, but still it was off the fact that, bitch, you made me mad. I'm mad as fuck now. Okay, say so let about to take the bitch out. Cool. Yeah, she crazy. But this nigga looking for spots to find them. He'll be driving like, oh, that's a good place to hide a body. And then he'll hide a body there after he murk a nigga. 
when they hid uh old girl that got murked, that um love killed over Joe. When she killed the girl, what's his name? Joe had a place and then found then realized they couldn't keep her there because of uh the ring had a GPS and so they had to dig her up, separate her from the ring, and put a ring somewhere else, and then put her body somewhere, put the girl body somewhere else, and put it somewhere else and say, How did you know about this place? Oh, I passed it on my way from the done thought, mm, this would be a good place. Any nigga that and he's done and this was his method from season one to now, to three. So y'all mean tell me you think love is crazier when she literally just going off emotion. This dude plans his kills. Yeah, she's stupid. Joe is way smarter. But if you plan your kills, if you have spots to put bodies and all that, that makes you smart, but that also makes you crazier because you actually know that I might have to kill a nigga again, so I'm going to make sure I got all the necessary uh, things straightened out. Her, she just be like, what the fuck you say? Merc, dead of here. Get the fuck out. So you, everybody on that show, crazy fuck. Everybody. Like, everybody on that show, crazy. First, it was just Joe. Season one, it was just Joe. Season two, he he was going in. Then he met love. Now, it's like they said, man, we gave him a crazy bitch. Let's make everybody in the neighborhood crazy. Everybody crazy except for um, Meredith. And, and I don't want her name. The black girl that he fell in love with. I don't want her name. Her name one Meredith. Do not quote me. Um, so... He he falls in love again with another bit. Oh my god, falls in love with another bit. The next door neighbor, the woman who Joe was finna get with, that got killed by love. She had a husband. That husband had a stepson. That stepson ends up fucking love because love ended up falling for him. Y'all crazy as hell. Y'all don't need to be with nobody but each other. But y'all can't stand. Y'all can't stand each other. Or y'all looking at each other like, nope, not the one. Love doesn't even want this man no more. But she keeps complaining every episode. If you watch every episode, this bitch is mad at Joe. It doesn't seem like you found me sexy anymore. Doesn't seem like you love me. Doesn't feel like, bitch, you know he don't. It's clear he doesn't. Man, how many times he got to look at another bitch for you to know he don't love you? Don't get me wrong, looking at ass ain't no problem, but this dude really be getting in relations with these other females. And you just be like, yeah, I'm gonna kill him, and you got I'm gonna kill every bitch, and you're gonna have to love me. Uh, nah, I'm gonna fall in love with a frog before I fall in love with you, love. Am I the only one who thinks it's weird how he be talking in his thoughts? <laughs> who are you? My, you're stunning. Oh, oh, shit, she saw me. Fuck. Oh, she's coming over. Shit. She come over, say some shit, and then walks off. You knew I was watching all along. What the fuck you on, Joe? They'll do some little subtle shit like see some lint on Joe's shirt and then blow it out. Oh, you got something on your shirt. And then brush off his shoulder and then like this. Oh, are you flirting with me? No, Joe, they not. <laughs> Man, dude. You, he'll hold the door open for a bit and she's going to say, thank you. She said, thank you. Are you flirting with me? Why everybody got to be flirting, my boy? Well, he crazier. You can't convince me otherwise. Boy, it's way crazier than um, love has. 
because love acts off emotions. Anyone is capable of that. Anyone is capable of just knocking a motherfucker out in their head, hitting something and dying. But I ain't saying that's what love did because she literally tried to kill him. But I'm saying anyone can act out of emotions. This dude predetermines when or if he's going to kill someone. He sets up, he has pre fucking, he already has locations like picked out for his next body he going to catch. If that ain't crazier, I don't know what it is. Because this girl kill motherfucker and be like, what the fuck I do? What, what, what the fuck I should do? She clearly didn't plan on murking somebody today. Joe be like, yeah, killed another one. Finna take him over to the woods out there in South Crenshaw. Why did you just have that stored? If I was hanging with a homegirl and she told me, and, and I just got a random phone call, I just killed someone. I don't know what to do. And then I got a phone call from the homie. Be like, yo, I murdered somebody. I dumped him over in this. Blah, 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 blah. Here's the alibi. Tell him that I'm more scared of him. If y'all hear a plane, just know I live near airport. But anyway, I'm more scared of the homeboy. Because the homeboy can't be telling me he already got the body buried and shit. And then talking about something. It's already taken care of. It's already taken care of. Like, how do you know to take care of it? What? So you ain't new to this. You're a professional. Oh, that makes you way crazier. Because I know you're definitely capable of it. Now, love, we know she's capable of it. But we know she literally only acts off crazy shit. But then she ended up trying to kill Joe. Because Joe wanted out. And she, he wanted to go with the black girl. I wish I knew her name. Forgot her name. It's okay, though, people. We don't care that much, do we? We don't. So he wanted to get with the black woman. But <laughs> good old love won't have that. Love decides to invite the black woman over via text message from Joe's phone after she paralyzed Joe. Joe's laying on the ground paralyzed, thinking all those thoughts with that weird-ass, creepy voice he has in his head. Joe comes back, too, right when love is about to slide, uh, slit his throat just to inject her with an overdose of the medicine she used to paralyze him. He, she writes, he writes a suicide note, cuts off his own toes to make it look like she saved his toes after killing him and then set the house on fire. And he moved and got it, gave himself a new name. His name is Nick now in, in season four of you. Should be good in my opinion. Because now that love is out the picture. Unless they bring that bitch back. Because just because the house blew up. We didn't see her. They didn't show her getting covered in fire or some shit. Bitch going to randomly pop up on Joe ass. You thought you can get rid of me that easily? His ass going to be like yes I actually did. The fuck you doing here? Joe you can't. The, the name is Nick now bitch. Do I know you? <laughs> but yeah. You you should check it out. Y'all should check out you. You is an. It's a great show. I give it a 10 out of 10, even though everybody's annoying. Like I said, everybody was annoying. The the the, the woman that tried to fuck Joe who was married, she was annoying. And these bitches be lying for Joe? Like, they be trying to fuck on Joe. And then when they see love pop up, they'll lie in, in her face as if they weren't just trying to fuck on Joe. But anyway, the bitch who, the first bitch who got killed for trying to fuck on Joe... She was uh, low-key crazy. You could tell because she was she got excited off the idea of trying to fuck the corny neighbor 
she's stupid for that. Cause that's why she ended up in the ditch. The husband of that woman is crazy or he became more crazy after his wife died. The stepson of the dude who, uh, who's the husband of the uh, woman who died. He's down to hell too. Cause he fell in love with love and found out this bitch was a murderer and didn't want to believe it. Oh yeah. That pussy was good. <laughs> it was good. I swear to God, man. That pussy was good, man. Made you want to die over that shit. Don't give me none. I'm good on that. <laughs> so he fell crazy in love with love. Uh, of course, Joe and love are crazy. We don't have to go through that. Hell, I think the baby that Joe and love have gonna be psycho as hell when he get older. That's what they should do after the show ends. Give it some time and then take place future tense with Joe and Love's child. But then they drop that child off. Henry, the name of the baby. Henry, they dropped him off and now he's technically adopted by a gay couple. We don't shame here. So therefore, shut the fuck up, you homophobes. Other than that, I watch Halloween Kills. <laughs> Am I right, guys? Because that shit did kill me because I was bored to death. Anyway, I'm on board. I'm lying, y'all. That movie boo-boo, though. Uh, but I give it a four. Simple fact is, for all the reasons I'm about to tell you. One, the movie starts off the way uh, on the same scene the second movie or the last movie ended. I forgot the name of the last Halloween before Halloween Kills, but I know it ended with Jamie Lee Curtis's character locking Michael Myers in the basement that she had, you know, basically a booby trap. Locked him in there. And set the house on fire, claimed to burn him down. It didn't work. Of course it didn't, because now we're here at Halloween Kills. Where it took place, the house is on fire, firefighters come running in. And one guy goes through the ground, because we all know fire burns wood, makes wood even weaker, and he falls straight through the ground to the basement that Michael Myers was at. And Michael Myers is smart enough to look around and see that it was a place he could hide so he won't burn to death. And while the firefighters on the ground... Talking about some mayday, mayday, pimp down, pimp in distress. He didn't say that. I'm elaborating. Excuse me, I'm paraphrasing. I'm just lying at this point. He didn't say none of that, actually. It's not even paraphrasing. Uh, he's screaming, help, I fell. I can't feel my legs, type shit. Michael Myers swooshed that door open. Whoosh. He come walking. Who the fuck? But, you know, horror movies. <laughs> the dude, Michael Myers runs up. I think he had a crowbar or some shit. I don't know what he had. I just know the dude had an oxygen mask on. And, you know, anybody know firefighters know what kind of mask I'm talking about. He was starting out. Bing, bing. And then they showed it from the point of view of the uh, firefighter, you know, what, what the firefighter sees with Michael Meyer over your head, beating your face in. You just saw the mask filling up with blood. And then you just saw it like, nigga, the whole face, the whole mask covered red. So with the smoke and debris going on, another firefighter come in holding his hands out like, grab my hand, grab my hand. And then you know the theatrics, grab my hand. <laughs> Michael Meyer face shot out that smoke, huh, boo, nigga. And then grabbed his hand. He ain't say boo, nigga. No? Y'all know Michael Meyer don't talk. Don't be stupid. Then he, <laughs> then he pulled that firefighter down. And then he cut scene to the outside where all the other firefighters waiting outside for progress. You just hear it out of nowhere. Ah! Y'all know how that loud ass scream happened from inside the house. Ah! So that's happened. Now everybody looking like, what the fuck? 
And then here come Michael Myers walking out that damn house, burning house, slow as hell. And y'all know. I don't care what y'all say. That's like the hardest goddamn theme song for a monster. It's way better than. That's way. I fuck with that way more. So anyway, Michael Myers come through the threshold holding the, um, I think he had the ass, axe. Then he had the axe, or did he have the crowbar still? I don't know, but I know it was about a good 13, 14, maybe 15 firefighters standing out there by the fire truck. I know it was about a good multi, many of them, motherfucker. And correct me if I'm wrong, but the art of jumping a nigga is when you all supposed to be beating on that nigga ass at once. This whole movie. Niggas running up one by one. And if I'm the second nigga, you think I'm finna... One of the firefighters ran up first. And you can tell he ran up with an axe. And he ran up like he... Before he got up on Michael Myers, it looked like he started off with motherfucker. Because the way he like just started running at him, motherfucker. He swung that shit. Michael Myers caught that bitch and stabbed the firefighter in the guts and lifted it. Michael Myers stronger hell. Michael, first of all, Michael Myers is strictly black force energy. If anybody know what black force energy is, a nigga wearing black forces. Because any nigga that every Halloween puts on the same car mechanic suit, just the first of all, he murdering niggas in car mechanic suits. But anytime a motherfucker keeps putting on that same car mechanic suit every Halloween to murder niggas, that said, for, bro, the mechanic suit alone is black force energy. He don't even got to be in it. But the fact that he chose that attire to murder niggas, you mean to tell me I'm getting murdered by a nigga who fucking name tag say Frank? Like, dude. And he puts on the same mask. Every time the mask has come off, motherfuckers allowed him to put it on. I don't know what it is about that mask, but when he put that bitch back on, it's like he goes super saiyan. I swear one time I saw that brown hair turn to blonde. You can't tell me otherwise. So he stabbed the shit out of this firefighter, lifted that motherfucker in the air. And you think me being second, you think I'm finna run up on Michael Myers next? You gotta be out your rabbit ass mind. I saw what he did to him. You think I'm finna risk that happening to me? Hell no. Fuck out of here. And if you thought, think again, bitch. But they did run up one by one. Just run by one. Just watching Nick first Nick. Oh shit, he died. Oh shit, he died. My turn. You sound foolish. One nigga even had a chainsaw. How the fuck are you? Yang, 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 that bitch up and you still lose. Man, he swung that bitch up. My, 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 I said, okay. And caught the shit. Turned the shit back at that person. Because I don't know if it was female or male under that damn uh, mask. Or I don't recall. And put that bitch in the shoulder. Cut off the whole firefighter arm. And he walked the fuck off. And then when the, when the police came up to the album, it was like 20 bodies on the ground. That happened within five minutes, people. Mark Myers ain't no joke, my nigga. That boy is, is he, he, I don't know. I don't know if I'm throwing hands with that nigga. That boy got hands. I don't know what's up with that man. I boy, he don't need no weapon. He don't need no weapon. This boy would really fight you. Like, he's dropped weapons and fought niggas before. Like, don't act like I didn't forget that. Only motherfucker I remember beating his ass is Buster Rhymes. Let's not act like Buster Rhymes ain't just jujitsu kick that nigga. Mine literally went, oh, yeah. 
and kick Michael Myers through a window. I remember that scene. Fuck out of here. But no, Michael Myers really about that. That boy got hands. I don't know. Y'all be really be acting because I be seeing pictures on Facebook talking about some. If you if Michael Myers at the top of the stairs and you had a million dollars upstairs, what's your next move? Like nigga got a picture of a nigga squaring up. I ain't gonna lie, I square up too, but Michael Myers got hands, nigga. I fear those motherfuckers. That boy probably knocked me the fuck out. Run upstairs, think I'm finna jack with him just to roll my fat ass back downstairs like a bowling ball. You got me out my butt. <laughs> got me out here looking like a hook, man. And don't get me started on the fact that nobody in that motherfucker know how to shoot a gun. Nobody. Not now. Not not one. Not not now enough. Not now nigga know how to shoot a gun on that bitch. And then Michael Myers be so savage with it, he just be walking calmly and smoothly. He don't even duck. He don't even flinch. He don't even like, oh shit, he almost shot my head. No, nothing. He be walking straight. No, no flinching, not phased at all. Unbothered. Omarion. Like that nigga really be on his Omarion flow. Unbothered as hell. Might be zenned out. Mind at the beginning of the movie, got this young cop, which is supposed to be it's an older cop in there, and they showing him when he was younger. Mike got horrible aim, shot his own partner, killed his own partner. Michael Myers dropped the body and started walking downstairs. This dude busting every fucking round in his revolver. And Michael Myers is just walking, and he missed every shot. Like, my nigga, how? Then you got this bitch with a desert eagle. I ain't blaming her. She don't, she was dumping that hoe, but it don't look like she, you know what I'm saying? She probably didn't know what the fuck. She was shooting with her eye closed, flinching a little bit. But that, that still neither here nor there because that scene was stupid. Bitch dumping a desert eagle. Eagle, bop, bop, bop. Shot the glass out, bop, bop, bop. Michael Myers sitting there watching the hoe. He ain't flinching. My nigga just watching her as she's shooting at him. And she's missing. Even the worst shooter should accidentally make one of them shots hit. Shot the glass out the car. Just for her to walk up to the goddamn car and then have a good dead dead to right shot. Boy, I'm finna put this right between my, my eyes and I'm finna be the hero. Tell me why Michael Myers, this nigga, kicked the door that was already open to begin with. Kicked the door open again like you can tell the edit was horrible they closed the door just so he can kick it open the door was wide open from one angle then it cut scene the door is closed just so he can kick it open again for this effect nigga kick the door open it hits the gun that's in the girl's hand the gun turns toward her and this bitch accidentally shoots herself let me get close to the mic with this one <sighs> whoever wrote that scene in there <laughs> your mom's a whore because you 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 think i'm stupid huh <laughs> you think <laughs> you watch too much fast and the furious <laughs> you thought of dominic toretto when you did that because how he why would how would he even know that would work why would this bitch finger still be on the tree <sighs> i'm sorry i need a moment because what the <laughs> and before that michael myers on the top of the truck it was this bitch inside the truck with another gun Every time this nigga made a sudden movement, this bitch shot out a window. Tell me why she shot out all four windows of this goddamn truck and didn't have the audacity of the nerve to lock the door. Okay, bitch, you, you stupid than I thought you were. <laughs> you dumb. I knew you. I, okay, you looked the part. That was, that was, 
This nigga Mark Meyer reached in and snatched that hoe. Of course you did. Because of course, of course. And then he snatched her, let her go, get back down, open up the door. This bitch holds the revolver up after she shot all her damn bullets and said, this is for whoever, right? This is for my friend. Click, click. Of course you run out of bullets, hoe. You're about to die. And the bitch died, guys, if you didn't get the gist of that part. So Michael Myers, let's just fast forward, man. It's because there's so much more I could talk about. So much more I could say about it. So many more scenes in there. Oh, I have to talk. It's this gay couple in the movie. Again, we ain't shaming here. Get your homophobic ass out of here, right? It's this gay couple in the movie named Big John and Little John. What? Big John and Little John. Okay, right. <laughs> Big John and Little John. Who named these people? What? So Big John and Little John, I'm skipping some parts. Big John and Little John. Some kids gave them some trouble earlier, pranked them, and had them thinking, okay, the kids came back. So somebody started knocking at Big John and Little John's back door. Boom, 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 boom. Okay, Little John, what? Goes to check it out. Nobody's there. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, now at the front door. Okay. Finna go check out the front door. Little John closed the door, and of course he doesn't lock it. Why? Because horror movie. And then we go to the front. Big John's out. Nobody's there, right? Little John, like, who is it, Big John? No, goddamn kids. No one. Did you lock the back door? He literally asked that question. <laughs> Little John says, let me go check. So Big John's staring, looking outside, wondering what the fuck. Just to hear Little John, what? Say, Big John, come here. Big John comes running. Or walking fast. I don't give a fuck. Just to see Lil John said, looking and staring at an open door with a bloody stain on the threshold of the door. Lil John turned and said, Big John, somebody's in our house. And it's not kids. No shit, bruh. <laughs> no shit. Now, see, I couldn't even... Get a feel for Big John and Little John. What? Because the names, first and foremost. Second, the dude who plays Little John, okay, is a former member of the show Mad TV. All I know him for is comedy. So I definitely couldn't get into the whole horror character he was trying to portray. So Big John and Little John go upside up the stairs to see who's in their house. My thing is, if somebody broke up my house and they ain't killed me yet, why am I still in this house? I get it. You want to defend your house. But they lived in Michael Myers' old house. I forgot to tell you guys. But still, they live in Michael Myers' old house, the same house that he killed his big sister in. So therefore, if anybody's in my house and they didn't kill me yet, I'm automatically assuming, especially now that today is Halloween, I'm going to assume it's the worst of the worst, which is Michael Myers. So if I'm not dead and somebody's in my house and I'm not dead, <laughs> Big John, what little John? Crank up the car is what I'm saying. But no, they want to defend their house. So they go upstairs. Cause, you know, long story short, Michael Myers offs the fuck out of Big John. I'm talking about gouges his eyes out, both thumbs in the eye sockets, which to me is almost the worst death to me. Because why are you sticking your dirty-ass thumbnails in my motherfucking eye socket? Corona's out here, my guy. <laughs> the, I know the worst I need to be worried about. I know I shouldn't be worried about Corona. I'm going to be dead in a second. My eyes. 
But that's the worst looking death ever, my nigga. Nigga, eyes oozing out. Ugh. So, Big John dies. Lil John comes in to see Big John laying the fuck out with no eyes in his eye socket. Michael Myers is standing in front of the same window he murdered his big sister in. And Lil John, Michael Myers not giving you no attention, not giving you no, not giving a fuck about you. So why the fuck are you still there? Take that time to grieve and then run, my nigga, because he ain't thinking about you. Get the fuck on. But no, Lil John, what? Decides to stand up and look at Michael Myers and say, Michael. Michael Myers turns his head slowly. You're back. Oh, no. No shit, my boy. What are you doing? You could have been gone. Could have been in the car. Could have been headed to your new nigga house. I don't know. But you could have been gone. Michael Myers walks slowly. Of course, it's the outside of the house shot. And all you hear is, ah, that stupid ass shit. So it's this dude in the movie who has this fucking history with Michael Myers from when they were kids. He promised, he vowed that one day he was going to see Michael Myers again and he was going to be the one to kill him. He even got the whole neighborhood rally behind him just to get the whole neighborhood killed at the end. Okay, I just spoiled that shit for you. Yes, I'm proud of myself. But, got the whole neighborhood killed. Why would you do that? I'm talking about they had him dead to right too. At that nigga in the middle of the circle. Niggas again running up one by one. One dude run up, get his wrist sliced by Michael Myers because he's stupid. But nigga finally got aimed with a gun, shot that nigga about six times in the chest. Nigga hit him upside the head with a baseball bat. Nigga stabbed him a couple times. He finally fell down to the ground just for them to tell the daughter of Jamie Lee Curtis's character, because Jamie Lee Curtis started, had a daughter, and her daughter has a daughter. It's a whole generational thing here. But Jamie Lee Curtis's daughter, who wanted to make sure she did what her mother's been trying to do, which is kill Michael Myers, they told her, you can leave. We got this. Tell me why that bitch reaches down, grabs Michael Myers' knife. I'm sorry if I butched that name, but grabbed Michael's knife. Picks it up and stabs him in the back while he was laying on his stomach. Now, if I didn't make that clear as to how I felt about that, let me rewind and say she picked up the knife. And instead of stabbing him in the head, she stabbed him in the back. We all know where this is going now, am I right? So after she stabbed him in the back, she walks back to the house to nurture her daughter who's been going through a lot tonight too on this Halloween evening. Just for the rest of the neighbors to circle him, the sheriff of the town decides to get down on one knee and make it all drama-like, get all dramatic with it. Puts the gun to the temple of Michael Myers, Jeff and Michael Myers to reach back, grab the knife that was stuck in his back, grab the wrist of the cop and slit his throat. Okay, now he hops back up. This nigga got a second win. <laughs> Every last one of them neighbors died that night, including the nigga who had history with him. You was going, you said you was going to kill him. You didn't. You died. You died. The whole neighborhood died in the hands of Michael Myers. And they think I'm supposed to be okay with that. I get it. Michael Myers ain't no hoe. We get that. I think we all can admit Michael Myers ain't no hoe. But can someone explain to me how come the whole fucking neighborhood can come together and still lose to one nigga? How come nobody was good with a gun? He was even a scene in the movie where this dude got choked out by Michael. Got his ass beat, tortured. I'm talking about beat bad. 
He got beat so bad. Excuse me. He got stabbed. And tell me why he's laying right next to the feet of Michael Myers while she's looking down. While, excuse me. While he's looking down at this girl that he's going to go kill or try to go kill. He takes the knife out of himself. And instead of using it to slice at the legs of Michael Myers, he puts the, mic, uh, the knife down to pick up the gun that he dropped previously. Like, why not just use the weapon that you got? Someone explain the stupidity of this movie because I am confused. Now, I know I probably made the movie sound good. <laughs> and if I did, go kill yourself because the movie was not good at all. It was a four because, of course, who doesn't like a good, you know, who doesn't like the murder aspect of the Halloween film? It was good in aspect of tying all the films together. But Michael Myers should have been dead, if you ask me, especially in this movie. Supposed to have been dead. Now we got to wait for another Halloween movie, and this better be the last motherfucker. Let me get back close to the bike. Whoever's in charge of the newest Halloween movie that comes out, this better be the last motherfucker. Y'all know how your lips get tight when you're mad? A black parent's lip get tight? This better be the last motherfucking movie. I swear to God. You put out another full movie? I swear to God. I swear to God, nigga. And that's just it, man. I know that was probably the worst review of TV shows and movies you have ever heard, but give a fuck do I. Nah. So, with all that said, go check out all three of them things, man. Go check out Squid Game. Go check out the show you and go check out Halloween Kills and tell me what you think about all of them. Matter of fact, go check out Halloween Kills first because I'm very much interested in why did you like it or tell me why did you hate it. People actually went to the movie theaters for the movie theater experience, I hope, because they sure wanted to see a good movie. Anyway, I just happy. I just happy. I'm going to talk like that. Fuck it. I just happy that I'm back recording, and I hope y'all are too. I didn't mean for this to be a whole review on TV shows, but shit, it was the only thing I could talk about. Oh, yeah, Boosie went crazy on Lil Nas S, but I'm going to say that for another episode. That might went crazy for the littlest reason. And for you homophobes out there, we don't buy, we don't shame here. If you gay, be gay, my boy or girl. If you, if you, if you, if you asexual, you don't fuck nothing. More power to you. If you the horniest motherfucker, you want to fuck everybody. Do your thing. If you straight, good for you, my nigga. I said good, good for you, my nigga. And by nigga, I mean girl and woman. Everybody nigga in mind when I said it. So other than that, I'm not gonna talk about that right now. We're gonna say that for another episode. I'm back recording, and it feels good because the name of this podcast fits everything that I'm trying to make this podcast. I thank y'all for tuning in. I'm so happy to be recording again. I'm so happy that y'all are tuning in and listening to me. I'm so happy. I'm so fucking happy, guys. You just don't fucking know, man. Oh, I'm making a grown man cry because it's crazy, son. I had a great day. Got to kick it with my son. He had a birthday party. He was so happy. I'm recording again. I have a quote-unquote universe that is the all-for-one universe full of great segments to come for you all's entertainment, and I hope you all are truly entertained. I thank you all for tuning in, man. I truly do. I'm doing this for you. We're doing this for you, and I hope you can appreciate it. So like, share, 
support the All for One movement. The All for One universe, this is the All for One podcast. I am your host, Wayne B., and we'll see you next time.